From Wyoming Public Media, this is Human Nature, real stories where humans and our habitat meet. I'm Erin Jones. This time, we'll hear about high heels earning their every ounce on a backpacking trip. Photos are getting taken and things got posted to the internet. And then I came home to my house being egged. Wynn Wiley grew up in Nebraska. My first memories in the outdoors were literally in my backyard. I really vividly remember our giant tree swing to my left and giant swing set to the right. And I remember climbing that swing set every day and performing Cats the Musical for whoever would stop by in our backyard. And so I just remember performing musicals like from age six, seven, eight in my backyard and feeling so connected to nature and to queerness from a really young age um, before I even really knew that I was queer. Growing up in middle school, I started Boy Scouts. And I enjoyed it enough to stick with it. I think there were certain novelty ideas. There was the boxcar derby thing where you would throw the little model car and race it down this track. Or there were certain merit badges that were really kind of cool and interesting to me. LOL that it was literally basket weaving, but I digress. I should have known I was gay at that point. I think that's where I was kind of first inundated with this mindset of in order to be a man or to grow up and to be an adult, you have to do X, Y, or Z, or you need to be able to have these skills or these survival techniques. And yeah, it was such a homophobic environment. I remember doing a 50 mile backpack over a week with a group of Boy Scouts to get the capstone check mark off this Boy Scouting merit badge and doing it throughout the panhandle of Nebraska. And I literally remember getting water out of cow troughs and having to purify it. I remember not seeing a mountain in sight. It was just sand hills and it practically is a desert. Every mile is like a mile and a half or two miles when you're in sand because you were literally trudging up this hill and seeing step after step <laughs> the sand kind of fall out from under you and you're realizing you're you're not truly taking a step when you take a step. I think there's something really beautiful about being disconnected and truly getting out there and truly being in the backcountry or, you know, the Nebraska equivalent in the backcountry of a cow pasture. So <laughs> waking up cooking, walking, cooking, sleeping, you know, going to sleep when the sun sets, waking up when the sun rises. I feel so healthy when I'm out backpacking. When I was 13 or 14, I went to Bendela Tour, which is this super premium Boy Scout summer camp in Colorado. And you go there for a week and a half and it's this pinnacle experience in a year. And I remember meeting the first gay person that I'd ever openly met in my life. And he was an openly gay counselor at this summer camp and would literally wear the Boy Scout 
gray beige shirt, but then would wear these tie-dye rainbow pants. And I remember him openly speaking about being gay and that he was just going to be himself no matter what. And Ben Latour and like the Boy Scout summer camp itself really welcomed him to be who he was. But I remember I couldn't take my eyes off him that whole entire week. And I wanted to sign up for every single class with him because up until that point, growing up in Nebraska, pre-social media, pre-internet, I had literally only been exposed to Lance Bass as a gay person in the media and really only knew of them. So it was a really powerful experience to be around someone who was so unapologetically themselves in such an outdoor environment. And that happened via the Boy Scouts. When I graduated high school, I came out and that was a really, yeah, a really beautiful experience where I think I really believed in myself for the first time in my life, but also was an experience where I I came out of the closet, but I feel like I almost went further back in. I told my family, I told my best friends that I was queer and came out to them and was met with a lot of love, but that love was conditional. It was, hey, we love you, but never do drag, never paint your fingernails, never start wearing bright colors, Make sure you don't change who you are because we love you for who you are. A lot of things that I was like, okay, I can do this. And even though I was out and I was gay, I was almost more straight passing than I had ever been. So much so that I vividly remember practicing alone, changing my voice to be more masculine because I didn't want to be that queer person that had a more higher pitched or effeminate voice. And I think that's where like my internalized homophobia like first occurred. And I, I just, I really vividly remember that I was going to be the gay that was straight passing and, and could really not be this effeminate thing of what people think gay people were, but really be this model of perfect gayness, which was to be straight. And that is <laughs> so many layers to unpack of wrong. Wynn became a professional photographer, and every year he taught a workshop. And it was this giant photographer's convention in California at this incredible outdoor campsite, very glamping. And we would teach courses in the day, and then at night we would have these beautiful gatherings or get-togethers. And on the last night of this retreat conference, there was a dance party called Lasers and Blazers. And the invitation was just to come as whatever you wanted to be and whoever you are, and to kind of let the inner freak out. I remember before the conference being in LA and going to this drag store. They sold heels in my size. And I remember walking into the store and meeting the Ukrainian lady who owned the store. And she was just like, I will help you out. I will show you exactly the boots for you and brought out these super tall knee knee height black boots with this super high heel and she was like you will try these on these will be your boots and put them on and walked around in them this feels so much like me so i promptly bought those boots walked out of that store And on that last night for that party, got into drag for the first time in my life. 
my best friend Lauren helped put me in makeup. We put an outfit together of some different clothes that I borrowed from friends and went to the party as Ginger Snap because I am a redhead and a photographer. Very original, I know. And it was just so fun to unleash this feminine side and It was also such a trip to look in the mirror and to see the opposite gender and to really see so much of what I had tried to deny of myself in my life. And it was a really powerful experience that night to meet people left and right and to have them not even know it was me. Obviously, it's a, it's a photographer conference, so there's 400 photographers there. Photos are getting taken and things got posted to the internet. And I remember flying home from that trip the next day and getting texts from family friends or from people that I thought were friends in my life saying, hey, uh, what, what is this? What happened? And they were, there was really a lot of homophobia that they were directly displaying to me of not being okay or comfortable with me doing drag. I literally had some wedding clients that season that canceled their wedding with me because they didn't want a photographer that was a drag queen or that was, in their words, being transgender, because that was their level of understanding. My photography account lost 10,000 followers in that day just because there were photos of me doing drag. And then I came home to my house being egged. It was really this gut punch of, hmm, maybe people that I thought were in my corner were really not my corner. It was a ton to process because it was this beautiful moment but then simultaneously this really painful moment. And it was so painful that I put those boots literally back into my closet for the next four months and didn't touch them. I was like, nope, this is too painful. This is risking too much. It's fine. I can go back to being every everything else and everyone else that everyone wants me to be. Even as an adult through all of this, Wynne still loved backpacking. I remember picking some dates to go on this backpacking trip with a few of my very best friends and just deciding last minute as I was packing up for that trip to just put these boots that I wore as ginger snap, these black knee-high high heels into my pack and that I would just take them out when I was out on the trail and I could be around no one and just strut in them. Or maybe when I was on a peak, I could just take a fun photo on them and it would be just for me. And of course, as life happens, those few photos and high heels on that trip turned into a few videos. I really felt like I could be myself in the outdoors and that the outdoors were really a place for just my femininity and for me to be away from everything else and to be around my best friends. And I decided when I came home to edit this video and to post it online, it went viral. It was very unexpected. And it was really me putting my foot down in my high heel boot that this is who I am. And Patagonia was born. I am fascinated to this day on how when you are yourself in every way, shape and form and put your unapologetic self out there, how the people you really need and the people that are truly in your corner show up. The birth of Patty to me marks me truly coming out of my closet, coming out of the closet for real in a really kind of beautiful way, I feel like getting back to what I was first doing as a kid and as a six-year-old in my backyard and just being gay as hell in, in nature. 
when we are outdoors. We are in Mother Nature's house, and that nature is nothing but a feminine place. Yeah, I think the outdoors should and really are a place to embrace your masculinity, your femininity, everything in between, um, and to realize that you are a lot more than the society constructs that are built around your gender. We are human beings just trying to be. Our storyteller was Wynne Wiley, also known as Patty Gonia. You can follow her on Instagram at Patty Gonia and follow us at Human Nature Pod. I'm Erin Jones. Charles Fournier and I produced this episode. Editing help came from Sarah Ann Leverett, Greg Ronco, and Alex Schaefer. Anna Rader is our digital producer. Our theme song is by Caught a Ghost. Human Nature is a production of Wyoming Public Media. It's you.